Speaking of getting booked, this podcast is about one thing, getting booked to speak more. Whether you are an established speaker or a newbie, we want to see your career take off. Hundreds of speakers are hired every single day, and you are next. Let's jump in with your host, Matt Browning. Hey, welcome back to Speaking of Getting Booked. I'm your host, Matt Browning. I'm, of course, a speaker trainer. I've been going out there doing speaking and putting on events and really seeing this from all different sides. You're listening to this, of course, because you want to get booked on stage more for whatever reason. Maybe you're a keynote speaker. Maybe you're an author, coach, consultant, and you want to use speaking to grow your business. Whatever the reason, I know you want to be seen more. So this week, I have a very special guest. I have a, a promoter on the line. A good friend of mine I've known for years. We actually have done events together um, and been at each other's events up in the Bay Area in California when I was down in Orange County. She's moved across to the Midwest outside of Chicago to a suburb and I'm outside uh, Grand Rapids in Michigan. So now we're, we're still a few hours away from each other, but in the other part of the area, snowing outside. I have Sahar Nafal on. Um, Sahar Nafal, again, is a promoter. She founded the group The Bright Side of Life Events and the Bright Side of Life community. And through that community and other different outreaches of hers, she has put on over 300, 300 live seminars and events. She also, on top of that, consults and works with platforms like eWomen Network to help them book speakers, the company Engaging Speakers. We're going to actually have uh, one of the representatives from Engaging Speakers on an episode coming up that I met through Sahar. And she's worked with clients and speakers all over the world. So she really, similar to what I'm doing, I can't wait to have this conversation, she really bridges the gap for speakers and trainers and coaches like us um, to how to talk to promoters, how to get through with them. And we're going to cover some of the mistakes to avoid when meeting with promoters and what to do to be prepared and ready to go. So when you meet a promoter, when they ask for your whatever it is, you know, when you're making that connection, you'll be able to get booked and they'll have you back again and again. Sahar, welcome to the show. How are you? I'm doing awesome, Matt. Thank you so much for including me in this platform. This is awesome. I can't imagine doing this show without you. Oh, thank you, my friend. When I first thought about launching this, I'm, I'm deadly serious. When I thought about launching this, I wanted to get chapter leaders, as we talked about. I wanted, and you've connected me with many of them. I wanted to get meeting planners. I wanted to get certainly people like that. But the real, I also wanted to get promoters, people who put on seminars like you and mm-hmm. I do. And I yes. think it, each one of them is a very different animal. Mm-hmm. So let's jump in. You know, what would you call yourself first off? Do you think if you could only pick one title, would you identify? more as a speaker or more as a promoter, like your first kind of instinct? Well, to be honest with you, I'm a community builder expert. (laughs) I wouldn't do either one. Either one. And under the umbrella of the community builder expert, then we have the category of the promoter, speaker, mentor, trainer. I love that. I love that answer too. And that's certainly something you have done so well over the years and what you help people do too. So I want to get to that, but you're really about not just putting on events, but building community. Yes. And, and again, you do it well. Thank so you. through live events, through networking, let's start just kind of, I want to grill you if I can in a really nice gentle way <laughs> and find out putting on that promoter hat for, as a community builder. Yes. Let's say I'm a fairly new speaker and I want to get booked on one of your stages, I find a lot of people, they don't know where to start or they think they have too many things to do. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, someone tells me, you got to get your website, you got to get your business card, you got to get this, you got to get that, you have all these names, your talks, everything's ready to go. 
and then excuse me, and then they don't actually do anything. So if I'm starting off fresh, I don't have a lot of things done, but I am ready to speak. What's kind of a, a way to approach someone like you to really maybe get noticed and and how do I say this to not come off like I'm spamming and just trying to get myself booked, you know, because I find myself sometimes wanting, like I have to reach out cold to someone, but I don't want them to think that I'm in it for me, but yet I got to talk about me. How do you like people to approach you as a promoter? Excellent question. So before we begin, I'd like to just make sure to tell those of you who are listening, there are two different kinds of speakers, right? We have the keynote speaker and we have the platform or profit speakers. Keynote speakers are those who get paid, platform speakers or profit speakers who will make an offer at the end or invitation. This is, I am a promoter for platform and, um, and profit speakers, just so we know the context. So keynote is a total different animal. That's what I'm moving into. And I know you are as well to get paid. So just to make sure that the audience know when I'm talking, as far as the promoter, I'm a platform speaker. Okay. And and that's a really good distinction because guys, what I, what I want to do with this show too, is have distinct episodes where when we sit with a medium planner, which is someone who books keynote speakers for corporations and associations, that's kind of a keynote conversation. This is going to gear towards platform. And we've talked about that in previous episodes, but again, you're either doing a free gift, which is opting people in and building your email list and getting prospects in front of you for a future conversation or sometimes you're selling on the stage and splitting profits with the person promoting, which again, it can be such a lucrative and great way to do that. So as a platform or a profit speaker promoter, how do you like people to reach out to you if you don't know them already? Yes. So I always talk about the three massive mistakes most most speaker make. And I'm talking about speakers who are brand new, who often email, call me, text me, messages me and tell me, Hey, Sahar, we know that you have a stage, the Bright Side of Life stage, and we would love to come and speak on your stage. And so some of the mistakes that I usually find is they're not ready or they're not prepared to literally answer promoters' questions and requirements. So they come on the call and they go, we want to speak on your stage. And I said, that's awesome. So I go through a process and I have some questions that I'd like to ask you. And so asking them these questions, I know right away that they're not prepared or ready to have a conversation. Maybe later I'll share those, some of those Uh, questions that I usually like to ask. Uh, The second one is they're uncertain about the transformation they create. So they come on and they say, okay, so tell me a little bit about what are the problems that you're solving and or what are the challenges or transformation that you create from the stage? Often they say, I'm a relationship coach, but I could help people with business. So they're not really clear or I do spiritual work, but once in a while I also do business building. Again, being very, very specific is so important when you're speaking to a promoter. And the third one, they like unique cutting edge message or talk. One of the most common ones that I get all the time is I help people get unstuck or I help people shift their mindset. Well, I need something more juicier, Matt. I need something like, you know, I could help people transform from after their divorce or be very specific, have a niche. And so often, again, they're telling me things that I've heard a hundred thousand times that is not unique to them or to their message and not unique to me, not unique enough for me to say, Hey, my audience would love to have you on that stage. So those are the most mistakes that they make. So Um, let's, let's break those down a little bit. I think this is going to be one of the most uh, helpful parts of this, this time together. So you said number one is they're not even ready for a promoter's call. So Mm -hmm. when, 
when when you first get on the phone with them, they say, oh, I want to get booked. And they go, okay. And you say, okay, great. So let's talk. You're mm-hmm. going to ask them some questions. Mm-hmm. What don't they realize? You know, how would I prepare myself and really be, because I want to be prepared. Yes. I want to show up ready. And I might even maybe think I'm ready. Yes. So are we talking like someone's too early in their speaking career and they don't really know what they're doing yet? Or are we talking someone's good at speaking, but they they just haven't prepared for what you're wanting. What kind of question would you ask and how can we prepare? Exactly. So basically, let's just say that they are a client of mine, right? And they really want to speak on the bright side of life. Or maybe they are a colleague, a friend of mine. They're fairly new, but they have a very unique way of speaking or they have a very unique story that I feel like, you know, I could put them on my stage. Or even people from my own community that have been coming all the time and they want to speak. Some of them could be speaking for two or three years. But again, the platform speaking um, way of doing things are very, very specific. And I think what would help if maybe I could answer or share some of these questions, Matt, do you think the audience would really be, you know, well, would that would benefit, be brilliant. Right? Brilliant. Yeah. So, what are some yeah. questions you would ask? And sure. If you're asking them, we might expect that from another promoter and we could prepare for that kind of stuff. You exactly. Know? So here are the questions that I specifically ask for my own stage. Now it doesn't mean now each promoter in general, we ask the same questions, but each promoter need is different, right? No. So the questions would be, what makes you unique? Tell me something, a story that really like makes me want you to put me, put you on the stage. And as they're sharing their story, I could really, you know, listen into the quality of their conversation. That means they're really good in in having a, a good quality talk. Also, Who's your target market? Because I want to make sure that, the, that we have the same target market. You know, if he target, talks to photographers, well, those are not my audience, right? What problems do you solve? Give me two or three problems or solutions that you have solved for your clients or for audiences. Do you lead your own workshops and events? This is really important for me because, again, I want to make sure that they also have a tribe that they could promote my platform to as well. I asked about their social media reach. And what is your conversion rate? It's really an important question. You know how important it is to have a conversion rate, right? And maybe you could explain to the audience what is a conversion rate, how much you could enroll people. Because at the end, I want to do a 50-50 split. I want to make sure that, you know, it's a, it's a win-win for the audience, win-win for me, and win-win for them as well. So we covered then, a lot right there. Let me just yes. break that down for a second too. So when we're talking about, again, platform and, and profit speakers, mm-hmm. you're really talking about speak to sell opportunities. Mm-hmm. Now, remember, sometimes they're actually worthwhile. I've sponsored and paid at many events to speak and then offer uh, something to sell. I cut my teeth in Australia. and You know the story, Sahar, where it was really at a speak to sell uh, four-day event and they wanted people to sell minimum $2,000, but ideally five to 10000 programs and packages. So I, my first thing ever, I sold a $5,000 training package from stage. I had 400 people. I haven't shared this statistic, but my conversion rate was 1%. I got four, four people out of uh, 400 people. And maybe, you know, there was 280 in the room realistically. Now that I look back on it, I don't know, but it was pretty big. And, and then I also did a free gift to a two-day event and had 40 people come to there. And then we did a back-end split. So if you, what Sahar is really saying is you need to know what your system is. If you have never spoken and sold from stage before, Sahar, would you rather someone just be honest and say, listen, I haven't spoken and sold before, but I'd really like to figure that out. 
or would you want them to guess or say, well, here's kind of what happened? I assume well, I'd know the level, you know, the, the answer to the question is probably honesty, but what does someone do? I guess my real question is what do we do if we haven't sold much or anything from stage and we're talking to you? Excellent. So there are other opportunities. Again, every platform, every promoter has a different way. They could be a sponsor. They could be on the panel and do a free gift and there's no split there, but they have to invest like, you know, paying play and to play, pay to play. And so there are other opportunities um, that I could share with them. I also encourage them to go out there, go to meetups and try to practice, hire somebody like yourself so they could really learn the art of conversion from the stage. Um, I usually, you know, I'm a promoter, I'm a businesswoman. I'm not going to have someone who's not going to be able to convert, right, from the, from the stage. And usually the people that I invite to my stage or did invite to my stage, they have to be high-level people like yourself who really know how to convert. But there are other, peop- there are other opportunities out there that other platforms that you could make an offer and there may not be a split or maybe you could do an invitation. So practicing the art of conversion from the stage is really, really important. And I also ask them about when that was the last time that they made an offer from the stage. Again, this is the way or the kind of speakers that I want to bring or have brought onto my stage, right? These are people who are, who are speaking on a regular basis. On a regular basis. But for brand new people, okay, what would be – so you're going to have to put – I'm putting on right now my promoter's hat. If I am a, a promoter that promotes to audiences who are entrepreneurs, business owners that want to take their business to the next level – and I bring on speakers that don't know how to convert. You know what happens? I'm not serving my people. Okay? The speaker needs to not only make an impact from the stage as they're speaking and sharing their message, Matt, but they need to be able to convert in order for the people that really need them to go deeper with them and really do transformation work. I think and what I've a- learned is when those speakers don't convert, my audience feel blocked. And I get you, I, get, I kid you not, I get people calling me and say, you know, we really want to work with them, but we're not sure exactly what they were offering. And I really need help in that area. I think it's a really key distinction that, you know, when we talk about conversion and, and sales and making offers from stage, it's easy to think, oh, well, like, I don't want to be too salesy. I don't want to make these offers. But what, what I just heard from you, and I think this is really important, is if you can get really good at making some kind of an invitation or offer that's probably a paid offer from stage, mm-hmm. what it actually means is that your previous 60 minutes, 45 minutes, 90 minutes were impactful enough and relevant enough that if you simply teach what you're supposed to teach for that period of time and connect with them, then when you decide to say to offer something at the end, if it's relevant to what you've been doing and relevant to solving their problems, it should be a very seamless, if you didn't offer it, I always say, like if I didn't offer something at the end, I want my talk to be so engaging that at the end, people would be mad at me. They go, well, hang on. My question is, what do I do with you next? Or mm-hmm. how do I fix this, the rest of this thing? Or what else can I do? So it's a really good thing to, to really focus on getting a coherent offer to connect with a rel- uh, a very relevant message. Excuse me, and that's what Sahara is looking for. And that's what, remember guys, there, there is a world of pay to play 
sponsorship world and there's a world of profit splitting seminar promoters they're all over the place and if you can if you can get yourself where you say i here's my conversion rate and you don't have to speak at a million places like if you if you spoke at one or two different events and you sold something on stage you could talk to someone like sahar and say oh well you know the last place i spoke at was this place and, you know, we had 40 people in the room and I had, you know, eight people purchase the program. I sold it at 997. Like, you want to keep those. So I always teach keeping metrics. You want to keep your metrics of conversion. How many people were in the room? How many people purchased something? Um, or you could even keep, if you do a free gift, how many people in the room? How many people enrolled for a free gift? And even from there, how many people purchased later on? All these are great metrics to keep. I have about 40 different metrics over time um, that I record from speaking and from live seminars and everything. So let's talk about the transformation they create. What problem do they solve? Um, here's my problem and tell me how to fix this, if you could. My problem is I can create a lot of transformation. Mm -hmm. In fact, usually because I, I, I do NLP, right? Neuro-linguistic programming or speaking or podcasting. I have like five different things I could talk about and I could fit myself technically into just about anything. If you got a mom's group, let me change my talk to that. I think this is a question a lot of us speakers have. Because I become more flexible and versatile, how do I kind of answer the problem of what, or answer the question, what problem do I solve when I'm talking to you, like, how do I pick one? Or do I instead say, listen, I could do anything? I don't think that's probably the right answer. Right. What do you prefer and kind of what, what's your coaching on that? That's an excellent, excellent question. I'll tell you what. Then the tables are going to be turned and that's when you're going to be um, asking the promoter the questions. You're going to be interviewed with a promoter. Oh, I love and that. Yes. The smarter thing to do is Sahar. This is awesome. So if they ask you, so what is this transformation you create? You're going to say, this is a really good question, Sahar. Do you mind if I ask you a few questions? And based on the answer, I'll tell you exactly what I could help your people. I love and, the language. You know, I can tell you exactly, but yes. I'd like to ask you a few questions so I can. Yeah, that's great. Tell you exactly what, how I could help your people or your audience. So Sahar, um, so this questions, Sahar. So tell me a little bit about, you know, who are your audience? Uh, they're uh, coaches, they're, pro they're all women who are either coaches, workshop leaders, healers. They have been in the business a minimum of two years, up to 10 years, and they're ready to learn new tools, new system in order for them to take their business to the next level. Some of them are, most of them are spiritual, conscious, awakened entrepreneurs who also want to expand not only their business, but their way of going deeper spiritually, right? So... There are two opportunities for you right there. Uh, they want shifting of mindset. And then the next question would be, so tell me some of the topics that you brought on, speakers that you brought on in the past. That's brilliant. So now, again, like what, what the takeaway is, if you have multiple things you can do, turn yes. the tables and ask some questions. You know, we learned that in the keynote world as well. You know, when someone says, well, what do you charge? It's like, great. Look, I, I serve people at all different levels. What kind of budget are you working with? And exactly. it's, not, it's not avoiding answering. Mm -mm. You're genuinely gathering more information so you yes. can answer appropriately for someone. So be willing to ask questions. Yes. But talk to me about the unique message side of what you said. That was kind of the third major part is, let's say I don't have a unique message. There are a ton of people who say, I, I do personal development. I do inner work. Mm -hmm. I do transformation, mm -hmm. blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. 
What's your advice to someone? Is it is it to I, I ask about their target market. They could be for divorced dads, or they could be for divorced mom, divorced or recently divorced moms, or they could be there for divorced CEOs, right? Of organizations. They could be doing work to heal women who are have been through trauma. Like, can you tell me who are the most people that you work with, right? What are the, the transformation you create for what is the number one challenge that you find yourself solving all the time, right? So what is it exactly you feel that is your genius zone? Where do you find yourself like really making an impact? I find myself, for example, like, you know, I'm a coach as well, Matt, a lot of women who are, because I've been through an abusive divorce and I've been through a lot of, you know, uh, transformation in the past 10 years. And I've been through so much that I usually attract women that have been through that, you know, adversities that they could, how can we handle adversity and have a more balanced life during the challenges of our lives? And it became like, like for me, the answer is create community, right? Create your own community of support. So I have a specific niche. I help women create community, right? And so you have to know what is your genius zone and know how to navigate and ask and answer the right questions to the promoters. You have to be savvy. That's all I have to say. Know your stuff really well, inside and out. Know how to answer right away. So regardless, like you, know, like you I speak all over, right? And any single person that asks me to speak, I have four to five different topics. And based on me interviewing them, I know exactly what to plug in. So the next thing after I ask the questions... Um, well, let's just let's break that apart just for a second too. Sure. So I love the distinction is this. If you have a variety of like topics and things, what, what happens a lot, Sahar and I both had the same experience with, especially newer speakers in the first few years, the feeling is very chaotic. It's like, oh yeah, well, I, I help with this and that. I could kind of I could kind of do anything. But if you feel like you could do anything, still pick some. So right now. I, I'm, I, I've, I've locked down a couple of different, I have the firebox principle talk and I talk about corporate and, and understanding and leveraging the motivational drives to build culture. That's one talk. And then I have the six ninja tactics to monetize any podcast. And that's the media talk for businesses and entrepreneurs. And then I have leveraging NLP from stage to make a better influence, impact and engaging with your audience. And that's a speaker talk. So I'm really like going after three different talks. So like Sahar says, go in prepared. If you have 25,000 things you could talk about, pick your top three lucrative ones and name it. What's your title? What's a description for it? What else would you want, Sahar? Just kind of finishing this topic too. Um, sometimes I think we're a little bit scared to go to a promoter because we don't have all our stuff ready and mm -hmm. we're worried. What, what do you really need for me to send over to you? Good Maybe question. I don't have a media page. One more no. thing, and then I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go ahead and tell you what those are. But, okay. Uh, quickly, what I also would like is, have you researched the Bright Side of Life community? Oh, great point. Well, great come point. on. Like, come, you know how when you're interviewing, you go and you do the research for the company? Hello. So people come, and they have absolutely clueless about who I am. They just, you know, somebody told us you have a stage, we want to speak. It's almost an insult. Can you do, did you do the homework? You know, do you know who spoke on my stage? That alone, these are tips and tools, right? Yep. Same thing so, in the podcasting you? world. You know, when yes. people reach out, it, it's like the thing that gets me to open a cold email is, hey, one guy said, I've, you've got a new listener. 
loving the show. I really love this episode with this person. And partway through, she talked about this and that really helped. And it made me think, you know, something else that could really help your community is this thing that I do or something. And I might not book every one of them, but I love the approach that they took the time to say, hey, mm -hmm. I actually listened. Hey, I subscribe. Someone actually sent me a screenshot of their subscribed and their review they wrote and said, I really love what you're doing. I thought, man, mm, love that. that. It's just like, again, it speaks to, you know, at least who I am mm -hmm. <laughs> and exactly. I'm not just another stage, another number. I feel like a motel room or something, you know? <laughs> so, so here are the things of you being prepared. So the last question, and then we'll, we'll jump right into it because it's a to do with that is, are you prepared to submit your speaker's requirement? You almost oh, prepared my life, my, my, <laughs> my, my, my mind. And here's what you need. Professional onstage photo, okay, and... An onstage photo, not on a headshot, stage, yes. Onstage photo and a headshot. I like to use both, again, doing the marketing, right? Uh, speaker one sheet. I, I just want to scan and look a little bit about what are the topics and the bullet points. Speaker website, I like to go to your website. The three-minute video, even now it's only 90 seconds, I heard. It's no longer three minutes. Uh, your talk title, uh, three takeaways, right? Your offer, name, and price point. Wait, let's, let's, let, let's take a second, though. We'll go ahead and overview, and then I want to break down just for a moment each one of these. So we have stage photo and headshot. Mm-hmm. And the second part was, I missed that one. Speaker one sheet. That's right, the one sheet. And literally, guys, this should be a one sheet, I'm assuming, not two sheets. Yes, one sheet. <laughs> it's called a one sheet, but it could be two sheets. And it could be just a, a web link, by the way. It doesn't have to be an attachment, right? Because now everything is on web. So Yeah. Well, oh. And it's nice to know, too, you can have either one. So if yes. you're sitting there thinking, my website's not ready yet, yes. don't make excuses. Just yes something different give yes. a have a pdf ready or a word right. document ready right absolutely so, so speaker speaker website you know i want to make sure that you know you're legit you're out there you have you have um testimonials what have you and i could just go and look and see that you're professional uh again the three or 90 second to three minute video of just me hearing it takes two three seconds for me to hear you on the stage and that's all the decision i need to make um, engaging, eye connection, you know, exciting, passion, uh, top can title. I, and three can I ask you this real quick on the video, yeah. Sahar? Yeah. Um, another, I'm just kind of, as you're saying these, I go, yes, like that makes perfect sense. That's ideal as a promoter. I'd love all that too. And then I'm also putting on that speaker hat and I'm thinking this is one of those things that people often don't have ready mm -hmm. and it's they a don't. project, right? They mm -hmm. think I need a speaker reel. Mm -hmm. So I haven't created a 90 second or three minute video. Mm -hmm. um, what would you say if, let's say I'm, I'm pretty new. Mm -hmm. I spoke at a local high school and I filmed it. I spoke mm -hmm. at a meetup group in my mm -hmm. local community or my mm -hmm. Toastmasters and mm -hmm. I filmed it. So maybe I have a 10 minute video. Mm -hmm. Would you rather me have something than yes. nothing? Yes, absolutely. You have to have something. Like I, I'm like you, I have tons of footage, but I never put anything together, right? So I just send them whatever. But absolutely, and this is a really nice project. I had a meeting just two days ago with someone who does this, and I'm, I'm working on the, you know, my 90-second or three-minute uh, video. So again, investing in, in something professional if you want to speak on professional stages. It's all about where you want to take your business. Love that. Okay, so we have our 90-second to three-minute video, and then mm -hmm. what's next that we should talk always have? Talk title and three takeaways or talk titles. I often give two to three talk titles to promoters now because 
I tell them, I think these are the three topics and every single time they get to pick and they love it. So when I send my talk title titles, you know, um, they love, they pick specific one and it helps me because now I know how to prepare. So I usually send two to three. They're in the same, you know, realm under the same umbrella. So type title and three takeaways. And if you could send more than two or three or more than two, uh, that's okay. And then your offer name and price point. Now, if you're making an offer from the stage, this is really important. What is the offer name and the price point and your giveaway? What are you giving away as a gift? All right. And if you're only doing a giveaway, it's like, and again, like if, if I say, okay, cool. So what would you give away? And they go, oh, well, let's see. Like already, I feel like you're not prepared. You, you don't know why you're doing this mm. or what we're going to do together. Mm-hmm. So it's so important that you have, if you're going to sell something, like mm-hmm. if I come to you, Sahar, and say, hey, I'm going to, you know, I'm a selling speaker and we can do a split and all that. And then you say, well, what, what do you sell? What's your offer and your price point? I go, well, you know, um, I don't know. I mean, I could probably do this. I could, no, no, no. You want to know that I've done this before. So I'm going to say, yeah, I have my NLP influence speaker training. It's a three-day event and I have these two programs in it. And then I have these three bonuses and the package is 7,400. I can sell it for 997 or 1997, whichever you prefer. What, you know, what, and then I can say, what's your normal price point? Mm-hmm. What do your people go at? Well, usually it's more like 497. Oh, mm-hmm. no problem. I could do it at 497, right? Like you have to at least, even if you've never done it before, even if you've never done it before, just make a decision. This is what I'm going to attempt to sell. This is what I'm going to price it at. And then you tell people with confidence. Would you agree with that or disagree? Yes. Yes. 100%. You know, the fake it till you make it. (laughs) But it's like at least just deciding on something, right? Yes. You you might not know what you want for lunch, but pick a damn menu item. Yes. Exactly. Exactly. And you know, sometimes I get people, I love their courage, even though they're not very experienced, but they're so hungry and they're so passionate to share their story on that stage and they just own it. That is really important too, just owning what you know and have the confidence saying, yes, I want to get on that stage and I want to do it. I had somebody kept after me for like two to three years and I kept saying, no, 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 not ready, not ready. Finally, you know what, they came on and they killed it on the stage with, you know, a little bit coaching from me and they killed it on the stage. They were so amazing. So this not giving great. up, you know? This is great, yeah. So guys, you can, um, we're, as we kind of wind down here, you can connect with Sahar. Yes. She, again, a phenomenal community builder. That's mm-hmm. really, I mean, that is your genius zone, yes, 100%. Um, and in there, you speak a ton and teach on that and yes. you promote and put on live events. Yes. You can connect with Sahar at uh, Facebook. She has a great group. You can go to Facebook slash groups slash the Bright Side of Life community or just search the Bright Side of Life community. And she has an amazing Facebook group, about 3,000 active members that are just all wanting to learn and create better community. And then she's on Facebook herself at Sahar Nafal and the number one. And we'll have that in the show notes, of course. You can also find her at the bright side, the bright side of life events.com. And if you go there, I think you you have the ability also to book a session with Sahar. So tell me a little bit about if someone did a session with you. Um, I think you have a special a special gift for anyone yes. who's a speaker out there. Yes. Who wants to book so I'm, I'm, I'm actually going to do not only a 45-minute consultation with them about how to get more on more stages and answer their questions in regards to a promoter, but I would love to pass on to them also what I usually actually send the speakers when I book them, which is the speaker requirement uh, 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 worksheet. 
So um, I'll be oh, that is great. Yes, yes. And this is literally once they, I say yes to them, I go ahead and send that and something I develop personally so they can complete it. And so that way they know what promoters are looking for exactly. So I'll, I'll, I'm more than happy to give that as a gift. So uh, hard, thank you. So, I mean, that, that is huge. Cause again, like guys, what is stopping us so often at getting booked on more stages? Sometimes yeah. it's just not feeling prepared. Mm-hmm. And I know, like I, I had a recent one. Um, it was for a, a chapter uh, in, uh, in Arizona that was coming up and I know what I'm doing, but you know, they said, Oh, and can you send me this and this and this? It was like a, in just the description. And mm-hmm. I thought, gosh, and I was pitching kind of a new talk, a different mm-hmm. talk. And I realized I started putting off sending in. But if you're really wanting to speak more, why in the world would you try to customize and like not have it prepared? Sit down on the weekend and just, here's my three talks. Here's one title. Here's my three keys. Here's my description. Let me drag in. This might not be the best headshot, but let me get the best I have right now. This might be not be the best shot of me on stage. Let me get the best that I have right now. You know, maybe someone caught me on Instagram when I spoke at a local meetup. Save that one and build your speaker uh, resources. So Sahara is going to give you the speaker requirement worksheet. So you have uh, basically one through six here, everything we just went through. So you're yeah. totally prepared and ready. I love this. This is not where I expected the conversation to go, but it's <laughs> where it needed to go. And I'm so grateful. Mm-hmm. Uh, for your candor. Thank you, Sahar. You're welcome. Awesome. So guys, make sure you connect. Um, Sahar, any, I have a final question for you and I'll let you get rolling here. Uh, yes. Thank you for spending so much time with us. You're welcome. If, I just, I just want to make sure that yes. whether you are a brand new speaker or a seasoned speaker, you are here to create transformation and change. Don't ever lose your vision and your dream of transforming people's lives from the stage because the stage is where everything happens, where the magic happens for the audience. I couldn't, I couldn't have said that better. You know, if I was going to say any final thoughts, I think we just got a great final thought. Never forget why we're actually doing this. Mm-hmm. Most of us here, me included, Sahar, and I'm sure every one of you, we're not doing this to become rich and famous. Mm-hmm. There are a lot better ways to make money than traveling around and getting air miles and, and, and speaking and selling this invisible thing called a speech, you know, this invisible thing called a presentation. Um, but it's like, you have to have the passion for it. So sorry, if you could go back in your promoter life or no, in your life as a speaker, mm-hmm. if you could change anything on your entire journey, what would you change or would you leave it all the same? I would have incorporated keynote speaking so I could get paid for speaking rather wait all these years before I start doing it like I'm doing it now. I would have had both be a platform and a keynote speaker. I would have made a bigger impact globally. That's the one thing that I would have changed halfway through my career of doing this. <laughs> you, you borrowed my exact same thing I would change. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> I, I would have done that years ago as well. Sorry, thank you so much for coming You're on. Welcome. You're welcome. Appreciate you. This has right, been guys. fun. Thank you. So remember guys, this is Sahar Nafal. You can follow her at Facebook in the groups. Go to Facebook groups slash the Bright Side of Life community. And then Facebook, her profile is Sahar Nafal and the number one. You can find her there. The website is thebrightsideoflifeevents.com. And if you go over there, you can get not only a free strategy session where she can tell you exactly how to get prepared to get booked by promoters, but also the speaker requirement worksheet that she sends out to speakers she's booking. So you can be super, super prepared. I think that's the theme of this episode is how to get prepared for promoters. Mm -hmm. Um, 
been phenomenal. Remember to subscribe and rate and review if you haven't already on the show. We sure appreciate it. Speaking of getting booked, and check out our other shows. Check out The Driven Entrepreneur, where I interview successful entrepreneurs and get the origin story and life and business lessons that they got along the way. And then we also have a new show coming out called The NLP Experience, which is a personal development show where me and my co-trainer, Mike Bagala, get into NLP nerding, neuro-linguistic programming, and other personal development applications in life. Thanks for listening. Get out there and get on stage. See you soon.